Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Happy Wednesday. <laughs> it's a good day to be alive. In Christ Jesus and the good things that flow <clears throat> out of our relationship with him. I never take for granted our moments together in these morning sessions. <clears throat> and for some that come back later on, it's not unusual for someone to discover us and then go back through some of the archives and draw out some good word that really is eternal. The truth of God's scriptures and the word that we hear and speak <clears throat> is really eternal. It never dies, never fades out. <clears throat> Have you ever uh, noticed how you can pick up a book that's been written years ago, and especially the classics from some of the men and women of faith over the centuries? and open up that book and it will speak to you in current anointed revelation, something sparks, something fires, <laughs> you know, your, your jets and you wanna go for God. What is that? That's that eternal living word of God that never fails. And the word of God is translated through the lips of human vessels. You and I being the sons and daughters of God have the voice of God in us. So many of us have gone through some of the religious grind mills trying to, you know, take out what God's trying to put in. I'm just, a, you know, an old sinner. I'm just a, a failure. I can do nothing without God. All that's, it was true. And I can do nothing without God, but the truth is I have God. I'm not without him. So with him, we can do all things through Christ Jesus that strengthen, strengtheneth us up. Us. Oh boy, that tongue is too early in the morning. So here we go. We're going to have a good session today. And we're talking about the purpose and the power and the reason that creation is cheering us on to sonship, shouting and cheering. <laughs> I know those are little odd words. Now, what is creation? All the things God created, the animals, the plants, the flowers, the potatoes in the ground. Whoa, is that strange? Well, listen to this. When Adam and Eve were created, and placed in the garden. They had dominion over God's creation. And their, their purpose and their, their commission was to take Eden into the earth. Eden was, in a, it was a spiritual hub. It was the connection between heaven and earth. This is why God would, could come, walk in the cool of the day, the night or the evening with Adam, converse, and have fellowship. So either Eden then, the perfect spot that God created, Adam and Eve were to take it and put it in, in the, uh, the earth level. Take all of what they had, all of what they did, all of their authority, all of their, their uh, endless life, didn't, they didn't really have eternal life like we pictured or like we have it through Christ. They had endless life in that sense. So because of the fall and the treason and the breaking of covenant, 
they were taken, they were pushed out of the garden into the earth realm. Now, what happened to the creation then? You see, God's plan was and was that they would be overseers over the creation. So when man fell and was taken down, the creation also was taken down so it would stay below man. Now, when man is exalted, like it is in in the uh, scriptures and in the promises of the word of God, let me go over to Romans 8 and 21 uh, in the in the mirror Bible. All creation knows that the glorious liberty of the sons of God sets the stage for their own release from decay. All creation knows that when we are elevated back to where God has us, which is, drum roll, <laughs> now, you say, wait a minute now, I'm not elevated anywhere. I'm still, you know, in this tired body and I can't, I can't fly yet. And I'm, you know, I, you know, I'm still stumbling around this world. Well, come on now, get your mind renewed to the word of God and see that you have been redeemed from the curse and from decay and from brokenness and from loss and from all the things the enemy has tried to do and is still continuing to try and convince us that we are just a piece of dirt. We are children of the living God. Now, when you begin to realize and it begins to soak into your emotional spirit, emotional self, which is your soul, it begins to affect your physical self, which is your body, and your body responds in health. When you begin to see what God has already done to you through Jesus Christ with the cross, the resurrection, the ascension, and the Holy Spirit <clears throat> filling, coming in, Father, living in us, all those things we repeat over and over again, because I want you to hear the echo of heaven in your own soul. Amen. You get enough, I'm telling you, you get enough of the other from the voices around you, including some religious Christian teaching that you know, you just got to slug it out and suffer through life. And someday if you're a good boy and girl, you'll go. And when you go to heaven, everything changes. As soon as you go to heaven, you're totally healed. Everything, you're at peace. You have no worry. You have no, <laughs> no more taxes. Well, it starts now. Now are we the sons of God. And it, it, it does, it's not, not, it's not what we're going to be, but now we are the sons of God. <laughs> well, a few years ago, you add them up. My dad took in his arms George Watkins, wrapped in a little blanket, but there was George Watkins. I was his son. Get the point? I did I did some growing. I did some maturing. I grew up in my in stature. I grew up in wisdom with the world around me and my relationship with God. So when you're born into the kingdom, there is that 
maturing. There is that growth process to where you're able to know how to pick up the sword and put the plow in the ground and do the work of the Father. In the early days, Paul said, you're under tutors. And he said, when you're, when you're a baby and a young, young child, you're under a tutor. But the time comes when that prince that is going to rule the nation who is under tutors has he's got the he's got the name and the potential and the destiny he's going to rule the nation as as a prince but it's not till he becomes a king so when he comes to maturity which to age as in that in Paul's description he comes into his rightful place well is that a year is it the coming of the lord is it the end of time is it heaven or is it the walk you have with the Lord? Okay, just by way of illustration, let's look at history and some of the great men, women, women of God that we uh, recall. Some in the in the in the middle centuries, the mystics and the uh, some of the 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 uh, <clears throat> monastery nuns and and the and the monks and the holy men that walk the earth some of them in the catholic church they were the major players everybody was a catholic at one time or some of the uh, ones that broke out into the protestant when the protestant uh, movement about 1517 i think now the point i'm bringing out is that there have been men and women who have gone way beyond what is common in our churches there are men and women that you may know today that have that do exploits, what we what we would call miracle working, and they live in a world that we just look at in awe. We're in awe. Why? Because in this life you can mature and grow and do things way beyond your expectations. We're not waiting for the end of time or heaven to come or Christ to come back before we're developed. We are in development now. Amen. We grow up every day. <laughs> so all creation knows that the glorious liberty of the sons of God sets the stage for their own release from decay. I'm reading that just to stimulate your thinking about your influence on the, on the creation around you. All this uh, hullabaloo and uh, <laughs> and uh, smoke and mirrors and shouting and screaming about saving the world is not going to come through, <clears throat> the, you know, the green movement or laws that are made by government or <clears throat> or agitators that stand in front of some uh, capital building and shout and scream. The creation that we live in is elevated by Christians who mature in their sonship. Son and daughters of God are called sons of God. Sonship. And look at history as, as Christianity dominated the, uh, the American scene. It took the, the, the uh, civilization that was there out of poverty into, well, this has been this is the greatest nation that history has ever known and it didn't happen because of its politics it didn't happen because of its you know great factories it happened because of the 
of the men and women of God who God has given the ability to raise up and lift up the creation around it. We feed more people per acre than any other nation has ever fed. We feed parts of the world that that wouldn't be in existence if we didn't have the ability to grow crops on on a square, you know, a square piece of land multiple times more than we ever could before. Why? Because something in the Christian message releases things. You know, there's about 6,000 different things that are produced out of out of um, oil. <clears throat> you don't just run a car or a truck on oil. The, the entire car, except for some of the tin, is made out of the gasoline or the or the crude oil that is refined into plastics and all kinds of fibers and all kinds of of different shapes and sizes your your steering wheel is made out of oil you see six six thousand different types of things that they make out of oil now what is that where'd that come from it came from a generation of people that were not mind dumb and stupefied by sin. And when sin is released and when righteousness comes, the mind of man opens up to the glorious possibilities of creation and the inventions begin to roll out of a generation of people, out of generations of people that have been freed from bondage. And that's what that scripture means, or it's part of it. When we are elevated, creation is elevated. We treat our animals different than we used to because we understand different compassions. We know how to rescue things, and we know how to take care of, of the land differently than we did. Oh, sure, there's abuses. We're work, you know, we work at that all the time. There's all kinds of people that are rescuing and changing things. Okay, that's Cybe. This was this was a shotgun morning. <laughs> I'm just I'm just kind of blasting away some of my favorite thoughts, but I want you to catch a hold of this thought that we're having today. That creation is cheering us on, because when we are elevated, they are elevated. That's a, that's a kind of a, it's inter, I was going to say interesting, but really it's, a, it's one of those revelations that just kind of sits there and it's percolating, but it's got such power behind it to realize that we are the elevator that takes up the rest of the civil, civilization and the creation. And as we are elevated up in our righteous delivery, our righteous understanding, our Christian development and maturity, all the things around us rise up. Inventions and the arts and and health standards and medicines and the liberty of men and women around us. All those things happen because the, the Christian message gets into a culture and begins to change the outcome of that culture. Amen. Well, I bless you today. Thank you for spending some time with with me this morning. Don't forget, if you haven't shared this, do it. 
somebody would love to hear these good words every morning. And thumbs up. Thank you for those comments. And uh, that always helps us on the internet and the Facebook world. And if God's nudging you to send us a financial gift, you can do it through PayPal or the or the um, post office address. Well, until tomorrow morning, may the Lord bless you. Remember, <clears throat> the carrots in your garden are waiting for you to mature. <laughs> How's that for a thought to leave you with? Amen. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. God bless.